What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first podcast uh, called Chat with Christian. Um, I'm really excited to get this thing going. I really have been wanting to do this for so long now, and I finally was like, you know, I'm just going to do it. So now look where we are. I got my first ever podcast. So woo! Really, really exciting times. So um, more about me. Um, I'm a junior at uh, Muskegon University, which is by Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I'm majoring in uh, health and uh, physical education, and I picked that major because I, I just I like being around kids. I like making a difference in the world, and you know that's what being a teacher is about—like making a difference for like the kids and like the community around you. So that's why I picked that major. Um, I'm also a student coach for the basketball team um, here in Skingham, and I love doing that. And I just—it's a whole lot of fun. Going, got to go some cool places and it's been a great experience but um the, but back to the podcast the main goal of this podcast is just to talk about life and have general conversations with people and I really really like just looking forward to doing that and getting to know people and just learning about their life and learning what they like and learning what they dislike and what you know their goals in life are so that's what I'm really really excited about um doing this podcast for and so but my first guest ever guest is uh Kevin Dreyer who attends Muskegon University um, he's a uh, nursing major, he's part of a fraternity, Capacitic fraternity, um, and he is just uh, a great, great guy, he's an RA also, I forgot, just a great guy, been a good friend of mine, we have a lot of fun together, it's just been, uh, it, it's just, yeah, really, really, really excited to have him on the first ever podcast, so without further ado, here's Kevin Dreyer. I am here with my first guest. What up, what up? Kevin Dreyer. How you doing, buddy? Oh, good. Good, man? Are you yeah. excited? First ever guest? Are you excited? Oh, fantastically. Are you sh- fantastically? <laughs> I guess that's a new word. All right. So, man, um, tell me about you. So, what's up? What, nursing. Majoring in nursing. I put. I said that in, like, the little intro thing that I did. You're majoring in nursing. You're, um... Kappa Sig uh, fraternity, you're an RA, you're part of the track team, you do a lot of it, man, so let's just uh, let's talk about this, um, why, why nursing, why don't you pick nursing? Well, primarily I chose nursing because my mom's a nurse. Uh, How long has she been a nurse? Well, she's been a nurse for about, uh, let's see, about, I think 20 years, 25 years now. Are you serious? Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, that, what, so that obviously influ- had big influence in your Huge decision. Influence. Yeah, she, uh, she invited me to come to her work, explore a few things, and uh, she told me to see if I really wanted to do the job. So I actually went out and did over 200 volunteer hours just at local hospitals to see if I really wanted to be a nurse. So... I did do that. Oh man! Did you, did you enjoy that experience? Oh, loved it! And immediately, I was like, "I am going to major in this." Now, the nurse—I know I don't know about other schools, but I know like the nurse, like the nursing program here. It's like a, a lot of, you know, it's a lot of time, like time-consuming. So, how do you like balance all that with like, you know, track and RA and fraternity life? Like, how do you like how do you balance all that? Like, what do you do? Magic. No, I mean, (laughs) the whole thing with it is that everybody says when they go to college, no matter what they're doing at college, academics first. I don't care if you are a D1 athlete. You have to know what's going to continue your future. It's obviously going to be your academics. So if I got homework that I have to do, maybe I have to cancel a meeting. If I have some big presentation coming up, 
Maybe I have to miss a Kappa Sigma uh, chapter meeting. It doesn't matter. Academics first. Right. So. Okay. That's really cool. Uh, so you grew up in the Pittsburgh area. Did you always live in the Pittsburgh area? For oh, whole, always. Four whole one, life. So you're a big, you know, Steeler, Penguin, Pirate, all that well, kind of, of stuff. Well, of course. I'm sitting across a Cleveland fan. <laughs> <place>, so. <laughs> hey, man. Talk, man. We won the division this year. You never I know. Hear it. Oh, you don't want to hear it? <laughs> okay. No, but that's um, so. What uh, high school? Where did you go to high school at? Went to uh, North Hills. North Hills. Okay. So you did. What? What were you? What did you get involved with there? Like, what did you Boy, do? I'm just as involved as I was in high school as I am in college. So wait, you're so you're really you're way more you're actually way more involved here than you were in high school. Well, if I could split off of just talking about from high school and college. The reason why I'm so involved with everything is my dad told me something when I was really young. He kind of saw that the friends that I was following with was a lot of the, I guess you could say, jocks in my school, and those kids turned out to be really bad in the future. I didn't know that was coming along, so he said, Kevin, to keep your nose out of trouble, keep yourself busy. So, I got Motivation talks, right? Yeah, Yeah, dude. So, yeah, sat me down and just had a conversation with me. So, he practically went online with me and he said, go go to the involvement fairs at your school. He said, see what you can get involved in as much as possible. And this was all the way back in seventh grade. I didn't play any sports besides baseball and basketball, which I sucked at both. <laughs> also, sad. I, I don't see you as just a basketball to, guy. I, I'm not. You know, when you're five seven, it's kind of hard. You to, see, when I first saw you, I was like, oh, this guy's definitely a football guy. But yeah, I, I guess that wasn't the case. Yeah, yeah. you know. So um, you played football, though, didn't you? I, I did play yeah, football okay. for uh, for a. Uh, I played it from eighth grade to senior year, and as a matter of fact. The reason why I got into football, wrestling, track is because my dad said get involved with things. Right. As well as four different clubs in high school, my 200 volunteer hours during the school year, my apprenticeship, my internships, and my externships. So when you like decided, when you like were making your college decision, like did you were just one of your things like I want to get like as much involved as I possibly can. Oh, is that one of your main goals? Okay, that's really cool. Cause like I know, like, I mean, that's how you meet people and stuff too. And that's mm-hmm. what I, you know, that's what I, that's what every like going into your college year. Like I feel like that should be like everybody's main goal and stuff like but that. But obviously, if I saw a dip in my academics, my GPA, I'd be like, I have to drop something. You gotta drop something. Well, yeah, because yeah, you know, time management's so big once you get to college. Now you said you did all these kind of different sports, and now and you pick why track? Why did you pick track out of all of them? So. Personally, uh, my football coach uh, told me my senior year, and I was getting ready for the football season, lifting in the weight room, and he said, you know, Kevin, you're going to get a lot of playing time this year. And I said, yeah, coach. And he said, yeah, but uh, you want that playing time? You're going to have to quit wrestling and track. And immediately I told him, you know what? Screw football. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to do wrestling and track. Um, I also love wrestling and track. Uh, wrestling, it's an independent sport track, independent sport football, your team. Yeah, independent sports are crazy too because you can't like blame anybody. You, you know what I mean? Like, there's no like, oh, well, he fucking threw a pick and oh, he did this and uh, he lost the ball out of bounds. Like, he, there's none of that. It's like, well, I messed up. Oh, I can't absolutely. blame anybody. Yeah. So that's what's so cool about tennis and swimming and track and all that, man. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. just you and ver- you versus yourself. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's cool. But no, so um. Uh, that's so. What what do you do? Like what events do you do for track? So the two events that I do are shot put and javelin. Okay, is that what made um, your decision, but for Muskegon University? Is that why um, you picked it? Like why initially you... in tenth grade, uh, I was forty feet away from our school record, and I went to our 
I guess in Ohio it's considered your districts, but ours it was our um, you know whatever you call it districts regionals. It was called our Whippeals, and that's our Western Pennsylvania Inter Athletic League championships. And when I went to that, I did pretty well for myself. I didn't get a medal. Suck. But <laughs> regardless, <laughs> I, once I was able to make that, um, the kingdom kind of recognized me and said, "Huh, you're not bad for a tenth grader." And they sent me a letter. Initially, I thought, "Man." I don't know if I want to go to this school, but... Look where you are now, yeah. Yeah, visited, <laughs> visited several schools. Uh, I only got one D1 offer. What else, where else did you look at? Uh, I looked at Youngstown. That was my one D1 offer. Or Youngstown yeah. State, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, I looked at Edinburgh, I looked at Slippery Rock, I looked at IUP and a few other schools. So. Okay, what if you didn't pick Muskegon, where would you think you would go? That's a tough one. I'm... I'm I don't know. I, I would probably go to a school that's right nearby that has another fantastic nursing program. It's called Carlo University. It's in the city of Pittsburgh. And um, if I wouldn't go there, I'd probably go to Point Park, which uh, both of us know the girl named Abby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, goes yeah. to Point Park, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Go to, I would go to that. But. Did you ever think about like going with like like all your friends are going here? Did you ever be like, I just want to do that? Or did you want to like be like, no, I want to go and like meet other people? I want to. I don't want to just follow my like high school friends. I want to go meet other people. Did you ever think about it that way? I always thought of painting my own picture. I don't need to color inside the lines. I can do what I want with my life. So I decided wherever I want to go, I just follow my own path. Yeah, that's a good way. That's a good way of putting it, man. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Psh- Shit, I didn't expect an answer like that. That was crazy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Because most, you know, most like twenty-year-olds are like, oh, like, oh, I, you know, whatever. I got the, oh, the exactly. one. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just a lame, basic ass answer. So that that's really that's really cool, man. Um. So uh, I'm trying to think. What else can I? Um. So um, Capsic. You're involved in the Capsic fraternity. Mm-hmm. So did you always want to be in a fraternity? Like, were you like, I want to be, or did you kind of like get to college and like? Boom, I'm, I'm like, I want to be a frat. Or, like, you get to college and be like, I just, it's cool, sounds cool to me. I, I hated fraternities. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? I hated fraternities. And for those of you that don't know, I am the vice president of Kappa Sigma on Muskingum campus. And uh, initially, when I visited the campus, my parents even told me, don't you dare get involved with a fraternity. And I thought, really? Why? why? Did, they, well, did, they, did they not get involved in sorority my, or fraternity? My, my mother obviously did, and she was busy always working no matter what. She had to pay for college, but my dad had the opportunity to be a part of one, but he was never a part of it because he was also a part of the um, Navy. And at that time, okay. when he was a part of it, he also was working on his master's and his Ph.D., and he was like, well, I really can't be a part of the fraternity, but I am, like, a member. So I thought, you know what, if I really want to get involved with something, I'll try a fraternity. Sure. <laughs> So I decided, I decided once again, paint my own picture. So I joined a fraternity. And when I did, I've never met a group of guys so tight-knit. You know, there's a lot of things that we share that we can't tell a lot of other people. And the things that we connect to on a brotherly level is just astounding to me. So I believe that this was probably the, one of the best choices I made. See, like, I'm glad you said that, too, because so many people that, like, don't, like, know a ton about frats or sororities are just like, oh, well, you're just paying for friends. Like, I mean, but I just, like, I feel like that's why, like, you get people that don't want to do it, because, like, it's just kind of like, well, I'm paying money to, you know, have 
by friends, but you shouldn't even be looking at it that way. Like, you're there for, like, there's so much, like, I just feel like there's so much more, like, out of that experience that you can get. You know what I mean? Like, well, I don't know. For my case, specifically, the reason that I joined Kappa Sig and not one of any of the, any the other, other of the right. fraternities was because we are the biggest fraternity in the entire nation. We have over 300 chapters. That's a national nation. fraternity, too, Kappa Sig, right? National okay. fraternity. I was thinking about joining one of the local fraternities. I'm not going to say which one, but there was one in mind. But I didn't want to join that one because I thought, you know what, what if I meet someone? Guess what? In Pennsylvania, I was at Allegheny General Hospital, the place that I volunteered at. And one of the people that was in charge of the floors, one of the head charge nurses, actually said to me, Oh, you're a Capsic. I said, Yeah, yeah, for a Capsic. He said, Yeah, me too. Accurate. And I went, oh my God. <laughs> so then we just connected off that. And now I have a new connection. I got his business card. I'm able to communicate with him. And I'm able to talk to him about those types of things. So just those connections alone, you know, I mean, you can meet someone walking across the street if you're wearing a cap of six shirt. Well, that's what it's about, too. Yep. I mean, make building connections. I mean, that's what you want, especially, you know, I mean, you're going into your junior year of college. <laughs> so, yeah. like, you get the more connections and the more relationships you have, the better. Like, it's just that's, that's what it's all about. Now, you did something. This summer, didn't you? For Kappa Sig, you did like a big, giant, like, didn't you want, what, 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 tell me about that. Like, so, right, yeah. we went to this thing called uh, Conclave, and for our fraternity, it was the 150th anniversary. Uh, we had famous alumni, uh, we had, boy, um, plenty of people, Jimmy Buffett, uh, to anybody you can think of that was a major part of that fraternity. A lot of famous coaches, a lot of famous military generals, a lot of just fantastic people that you want to meet in your life. Were you in awe when you got there? Were you oh. just like, oh my gosh, well, absolutely. all these amazing people have <laughs> like, and, uh, yeah. The funniest part about it was that um, I didn't expect there to be, I thought there was going to be maybe like 200 brothers. Like, uh, you know, the, yeah, you know, like just a like small little group. There was yeah. over 1,500 brothers there and we all squeezed into this auditorium and we went through many, many sessions. And these sessions weren't like, oh, well, here's how you're gonna do better in your fraternity. It was to get us all connected. And it was probably the best thing that I did. It was in Charlottesville, Virginia, and uh, it was just a straight week of fun. And it wasn't something like, oh, well, you just went there to drink. No, it was literally just go there and communicate with people from all across the nation. I got phone numbers from Florida, Virginia, Colorado, California, all over the place, and it's you're nice. All, you're all over the damn country, dude. Yeah. That's wild. Holy. So, um, that's cool, and that, that's awesome, man. So, do you, so how do you, how do you get vice president? How do you do it? Do you, like, apply, like, is it, like, a job? Like, do you, like, apply for it? Like, is that how you do it for vice president? So, we had to do a voting, and um, pretty much it was me against three other people, and I did this lengthy speech, and... <laughs> I just kind of think people were actually paying attention, or people just like, dude, you were so like, it had that bull crap, like, dude, you did so great. (laughs) (laughs) You have to keep it interesting (laughs) at some point. So if I'm just rambling on, like, yeah, I did this, I did that, no, it's not, it's not that good. Tell them that you're gonna do it. You will do it. You know, so you didn't do student council, did you, when you were in high school? You know, funny story about that. Um, When I did do student council, now we're on the topic of like speeches and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, yeah. well, first off, I, I did get uh, an invitation for the forensics team here at Muskingum, which is the debate team, because I did, I got a, I don't know, a 98 in speech class, because I love speeches. Spe- right. Speaking in front of a large group of people is my favorite thing in the entire world. Yeah, yeah, for sure, a lot of people sure. are calling me crazy, but... Um, because most people, like, can't do that. Hate it, yeah, you know? Yeah, they hate it. Like, but, yeah. uh, in 
Sixth grade was the first time I ever tried to do something huge. Before that, in fourth grade, I got my black belt. Yes, I did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Anyways. So, so don't pick a fight with you is what you're saying. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Um, but, uh, so in sixth grade, I decided I'm going to go out with a bang. I'm going to run for student council. I'm going to run for president. And when I did that, there was this one kid who is, he went to uh, University of South Carolina, extremely intelligent kid. Even back in sixth grade, he was. And so when I ran against this kid, he said, yeah, well, I'm going to get my brother who's in the fourth grade, and we're just pretty much going to get all the fourth graders' votes, mm -hmm. which he did. So kind of messed me up a little bit, but I made a fantastic speech. Speaking in front of people, that was the first time I spoke in front of a large group of people. And when I was up there, you could hear me on the mic. I had a fantastic speech, yeah. but I was just like, and now to... Your whole paper's shaking, you're sweating, yeah, yeah. you lose the paper, oh yeah, yeah. there's a movie ball up in there. But anyways, I ended up losing, and I decided, I'm never going to run again, but, you know, now I'm trying for bigger things nowadays, so... That's really cool. Um, so, uh, I also mentioned that you're an RA, like, why, why, why did you, why RA? Why, why, like, do you like, do you like it? Like, I mean, obviously, you, you, there's a lot of good things for it, I mean, but... Why, right? Why? The room by myself. No, I'm just not. The room by myself. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that's the best part that of it, is, I can I imagine. Mean, I, they always ask me in training, they, you know, what? why do you want to be an RA? And I, I want to say it's because the room by myself is pretty nice. Mm -hmm. um, I do get only, unfortunately, other colleges, they'll give you full off half uh, room and board, but we only get half, which is fine. I'm not complaining. That's fantastic. Um, but, as a matter of fact, we also <laughs> get a... We also get a monthly pay, which is pretty nice as well, so mm -hmm. that kind of adds into that. Um, regardless, though, I think it's just a, it's a way for me to also get to know people. Because right. if I was not an RA, I know who I'd be living with. I'd be living with you, I'd be living with Madison, I'd be living with all the people that I'm pretty close yeah, with, yeah, yeah. and immediately, that's how it would go. This invites me to meet a whole group of different people. I know people on the track team. I know people that are tour guides. I know people that are, um, you know, nursing. But the relationship that I've gained on these floors from the residents that I have, unbreakable. Is it ever just, like, stressful? Like, do you ever have to, like, like, when you have to handle, like, some kind of situation, like, I don't know, someone's, like, doing something they shouldn't be doing. Like, let's just, you know, like, is it ever, like, a stressful kind of thing? I've never had an actual stressful situation except for one. I'll say one because... This was just probably the scariest situation, only because I didn't think something like this would ever happen. And uh, so this kid, anyways, I'll make it short. I don't make this too lengthy because it was a long story. But this kid, he uh, he went out and he decided that uh, he was gonna go with this girl that was his friend. He thought they could be more than friends. She didn't think even the closest to it. Eventually, she goes out and hooks up with another dude, and he comes back plastered. Frizz is a freshman dorm, comes back plastered, and he lives on the top floor, decides to throw his hand through a window. When he throws his hand through his window, not only is there a huge gash down his forearm, but he sliced his whole finger, and the whole part of the skin was falling off of there. The blood went from the beginning of the hallway all the way to the bathroom, and I didn't catch him until he was in the sink, running his hand off. So... We get screamed at by one of the residents on the floor that says, Hey, uh, there's somebody like bleeding everywhere. I don't know what's going on. Like, we need somebody up here right now. I was like, 
oh my god. The RA next to me goes, I don't like blood. You got this, bro. I said, okay. So <laughs> I go upstairs. This kid's got some blood. He's got his hand in the sink, and he's trying to wash off all the blood. He's draining it all. And I said, hey, buddy, what's going on? He said, nothing. What's up with you? And I said, well, I came in here because there's blood everywhere. And he goes, yeah, some idiot. And I said, some idiot, that was you. He goes, nah, that wasn't me. I said, what? <laughs> so anyway, long story short, got the kid out of there. He went to the hospital. But, you know, taking care of the shattered glass, taking care of the busted window, taking care of the glass that was still in him, taking care of the, mm -hmm. you know, everything else along with it, that was just a mess. So was last... Last year was your first year doing it, right? Oh, yeah. NRA. Oh, man. So, like, dude, we're, we're, who got you to do it? Like, who got you, like, like, why? Yeah, like, why? Like, why? <laughs> um, honestly, I just thought it was probably the best job on campus. I thought it was just... So you didn't want those, like, you know, just sitting there for, like, 10 hours? I don't want to sit yeah. in an office. I, I don't think that's... Uh, no offense to anybody that is in an office, but I'm saying that... I don't want to sit in an office and... Uh, well, no, it's not only an offense. It's just not your kind of thing. It's you just like not, to be active you know, and socialize. Yeah, it's even not, in the yeah. future, I'm not going to take an office job. Even if they offer me more money, I don't think I could do that to myself. Um, Is that why you pick nursing kid too? Kind of correlates with nursing has active. Nursing has a million different options. And fortunately, like half of those options, you can't be sitting in an office space, which I would not. Yeah. You know, but... Regardless, I was applying for jobs. I got two jobs on campus. It's tour guide and RA. Oh, you are a tour guide. Yeah, you are a tour guide. Yeah, okay. I am a tour guide. Um, tour guide was because I can talk to anybody anywhere, and yeah. it's not hard for me. For sure. If somebody seems like they're being mad during the tour, I'm going to spice it up, and I'm going to try to bring up, you know, their, I'm going to try to bring my pet to the table, you know. With, yeah. Um, but RA was also an option because, yeah, I can also talk to people, but... I can handle situations pretty easily. I didn't think any situation I've ever dealt with was ever that difficult. Nobody's ever got hostile. Nobody's ever got violent. If they did, I would obviously take the punches, but happy has it Being a tour guide, um, I mean, you, I mean, you're dealing. I mean, you, you, do you ever feel like pressure of being a tour guide? Because like you're, you know, you want to show off your university you want to like show how great this you know why you should come to Muskegon University or like it just whatever like do you ever feel that kind of pressure or something like that or do you just kind of be like you it's your life it's your decisions but I'm going to tell you how great this university is why I picked this university that, that second one is exactly what I do yeah because there's a lot of people that come to this university that are like you know what I really like this place but meanwhile you have the parents you have the siblings that are behind their back that are going yeah, well, uh, your sister goes to Ohio State, yeah. and they don't have this. And I'm just like, oh, it, well, and they'll keep ripping. Do you have people that do that? Do people that just, do you really have people that do that? They're like, oh, constantly. Like, oh, constantly. you got this. Why don't they have this? Yeah, I can't have a conversation with someone without them bringing up another university. Oh, well, Slippery Rock has this. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, in your it's head, something. you're like, listen, man. Like, <laughs> and, I, and I never, uh, one rule that I have with being a tour guide is, Never rip on another college because if I rip on another college, that just makes them look bad and that yeah. makes us look bad. Like, right. I'm trying to bring us up, but really I'm tearing us down. <laughs> yeah. So That's, okay. That's, that, I just find that wild to me that, like, people are, like, have the nerve of just saying, like, well, why you guys don't have this? Like, well, yeah, I mean, not every university, you know, we're a small university, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's crazy, too, because I tell people, <laughs> I tell people, like, like, New Concord 
is, you know, is where we're located. And, like, it's like the, like, it's like their Ohio State. Because you know how, like, Columbus and Ohio State, like, <laughs> you know, 50, whatever, thousand people go to Ohio State. Yeah. And they leave. And, like, half <laughs> the population is, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, you know? yeah it's, obviously it's bigger. It's a city, you know, but, like, Absolutely. you know, what is it, like, 250 people in the town when we're gone? What do we have, like, oh, 2,000 students almost? And we're gone. It's like two hundred fifty people, three hundred people in the whole town. It's, it turns from a village into a city. It will yeah. come back. So yeah. I think that's a difference. And we got some of the best views on campus. You have to say that. Oh, absolutely. Oh man. So do you think, since you're involved in so much of like you know frats and touring and RA and, and sporting and <laughs> whatever you're doing, do you think you yourself have made like an impact on the school? Well, um, one of Caught my... Caught you off guard there a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, considering that I'm only a junior, I'm just starting my junior year, it's hard to say if I've actually left a mark. My goal is, by the time that I leave, that I do leave my mark. One of my phrases is here that my brother taught me this, my dad taught me this, was never give up, and Miss Kingdom taught me this, leave your mark. Mm -hmm. So, what I've thought to myself is, what can I do? Um... One of the things I've done so far is that I'm also president of the Nursing Student Organization, which is um, an organization that runs around all of the nursing students. Every single nursing student is a part of the organization, and I run it. But um, we do have organizations that like to team up with us. We have Psychology Club. We have the Neuroscience Club. We have all these clubs that like to team up with us and do different events. And just recently, I planned an entire event with... Uh, Boy, oh boy. Uh, ours, the psychology club, the neuroscience club, the uh, biology club, and so on and so forth. Um, I would say together we had about 10 different clubs. We had counseling, we had the wellness center, we had the city of Cambridge, we had Genesis Healthcare. We had all these people come to the campus and we had a wellness event. Basically, it was split between the addiction clinic and wellness itself. It was right around finals time and we were telling students how to take care of themselves and that was probably one of the better things I've ever done because we've never had that big of an event just based off of one club itself. It was a coalition, but I planned 90% of it. And I'm not saying that there wasn't a lot of people to put a lot of work into it, but boy, did I try to bust my butt to try to leave that mark myself. Um, I would also say that another goal I'm working towards is trying to get that javelin record. I'm pretty close now. I'm only about... Um, 30, 20 feet away from it. Um, I'd love to have my name on a shiny plaque. That'd be kind of cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, you come back and visit. There you are. You're a very nice little face right there. Different things like that, right. yeah. Um, and I also just want to be a part of a class that goes another 100% on the NCLEX, which is our boards exam that we take at the end of our uh, senior year, which kind of tells us if we got our BSN, which is our Bachelor's in Science of Nursing, and if we didn't. We get another 100%. We're four years in a row. We get five years in a row, and we are, I think, number one in the nation. So, we're up there. For sure. Um, you're going back on your little, yeah, when you were talking about your family and stuff. You seem like, like, a lot of, like a lot of goals, and you have a lot of goals, and you want to do this, and you want to accomplish so much. Do you think, like, your parents, like, like your parents had a lot to do with that? Or, like, because like, you, you seem like a very big um, family, family guy. Like a big family guy. Like, does your, does your family have, like, a big impact on your life or, like, what you want to do? I'm a big guy, but don't ever call me Peter Griffin again. <laughs> 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 All right, that was cheesy. That's a dad joke. Oh, man, 
that was bad. That was bad, man. I don't think you hear that dad joke. You're too young for that, man. I can't hear that. Hey, it's my junior year. I'm getting up. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, my family. Give me a <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. Oh, um, you give me these dad jokes already, man. I already hear them enough. I don't need to hear them anymore. Um, Especially coming from me. I mean, seriously, I tell you dad jokes all the time. You really think oh, that? Easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, about so, the. So, about so, your so, whole, you remember the question, back. or I got to tell yeah, you the no, question? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, my. My my mom, my dad, they had horrible lives growing up. My mom was always kind of locked away. You know, it wasn't a... Right, locked away. It wasn't a Rapunzel story. Okay, okay, like, she okay, was just right, locked right, in right, a right, castle or something. But I'm yeah. talking like, she she wasn't permitted to have a TV. She wasn't allowed to have posters on her wall. She wasn't allowed to have a radio. She wasn't allowed to have anything on her walls at all. She was only permitted to have white walls, white bed sheets. It pretty much looked like an insane asylum. So it was like boom, 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 strict, and yeah. Yeah, my dad. Uh, he had a drunk uh, dad who eventually dipped down on him. Uh, my grandmother, who I love now, she had a change of heart eventually in her life. But when she was younger and she was with my dad, kicked him out of the house at the right. age of uh, seventeen, and he didn't really have much to work with. Right. So always kind of pushing me to let me know you don't have it that bad push yourself do whatever you can without stressing yourself too much and I thought why not so they're always pushing me and my brother he's a diabetic juvenile diabetic since about the age of four and uh, if he doesn't give up what kind of type what type type, type one, one. Type one. Okay. Um, if that, wait that's the, is that the that's the worst of the two or is type two worse uh, type one is that type one is worse. Oh, okay okay so but he's uh he's starting to get some nice scholarships and he's in going into eleventh grade right now. He's a uh, uh, sport guy too. What sport? Sport baseball. Guy. Yeah, baseball. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's big, right. That's right. Yeah, big, yeah, yeah. Big baseball guy. Sorry, when I came up to your house. He was like baseball like all weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Yeah. So, but he's always pushed himself to go further, and he's never defined himself by his diabetes. He barely tells people that he has diabetes because he doesn't want them to know. He thinks that doesn't define him. So. I think the same thing about myself. Their past don't define him. My brother's diabetes don't define me. Um, whatever I did in my past doesn't define me. Whatever I do in the future does. So that's a good. That's a good way to put it. Do you do you think um, since like you, um, your parents had that you know the you know kind of like I guess you could say grinded out kind of like lifestyle when they were kids. Do you think that they wanted to like I don't know. I guess say like treat you like better than they were treated. I like then I don't know. Like, do you think they wanted to be like, all right, we're going to do it this way, but we, we're going to have, like, more, like, guidelines. We're going to let them be them, but we need to know, like, their response, like, what they have to, like, kind of responsibilities and kind of, like, things they need to have. You get what I'm trying you, to say? You, you answered the question. That's yeah. exactly what they did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they did yeah. exactly that. Um, they didn't that. They never treated me how their parents treated them. I made sure that, um, you know, my dad my mom pull in a little bit of money and uh, we have a decent house and I never show off that I am uh, that's the big thing man you know. because people I had uh, there was this specific someone when I was like in, high, in middle like middle school high school and he would just be like oh I did this this weekend I did this I'm like, I'm like, why, like why like why why you have to do that you know what I mean like I feel like I don't like that's just it's just not called for you man yeah to, no. there's no need to do that I like, just embrace what you have and then just you know live your life man 
But, but I would say out of that, the biggest thing that they taught me is being humble. So. Yeah, that I, I, you know what, man? I, I, I was just talking to my parents about this. Like, I, like, being humble, like, I feel like it's such, like, a, it's lost, it's lost today. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like being humble, like, it's just, like, not many people do it anymore. <laughs> You gotta get rid of that air freshener. I'm in here like all the time, and then I'm just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I get scared, man. But but anyway, but like you, you get what I'm saying. Like I feel like not enough people. Like it's just it's a lost art, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's just like, and that's good that you're you know you're preaching, you know, that, that you like you make that a main goal in your life. Absolutely. But um, uh, so uh, yeah, this is kind of like a big. I kind of have like a big theme question here, and this is kind of kind of thing um we live today in a society that is like you know that really like promote the negative don't you feel like that sometimes oh my god we just had this conversation today yeah. yes yeah they promote the negative instead of the positive like why do you, like how do you not let negative people define you and that man you get what i'm trying to say like not letting negative people affect your life. How do you try to like keep that positive attitude and all that? Alright. I know how I'm going to end this question, but I know how I'm going to start this question. Um, so to say first that if you look at the news, you look at the magazines, you look at anything that's around you, everything portrays the negative. There was a statistic that I saw when I went to a seminar when I was in high school. They said somewhere around 80% of everything that you hear online in magazines, on the news, on any TV source, regardless, if it's some sort of broadcasting that tells you information, there's going to be something about 80% of the time negative. And that's because that's what influences our culture to be so extremely negative. We have, you're not going to hear that little Susie Thompson down the street just got her dog rescued by firemen. Typically, that's not the big thing. You're going to hear there was a car crash you know, on the highway and six people died. That's what the news is always telling you. You open a magazine. Is it going to tell you, you know, about is there a big wedding? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. But most of the time it's going to tell you, lose fat now. You're fat. <laughs> you're obese. You know, whatever it is. You know, it's something yeah. along the lines of that. Yeah. Regardless, you know. So yeah. how do you avoid that negative lifestyle is exactly how I answered the other question. And that's how I'm going to end this question is paint your own picture. Go outside the lines. Don't trace anything that someone else made make your own picture and define yourself the way you want to be defined leave your mark that's good stuff man well kevin i appreciate you doing this you know i'm the first ever guest you gotta feel somewhat famous i mean Love a it. little bit all right man i really appreciate you doing this uh, yeah. thanks man gotcha. always a pleasure thanks for listening guys first pod like i said hopefully keep this up once one episode a week thanks for listening